The aftershock of losing your job can be very challenging. There's impact on your financial situation, of course, and it can be a considerable shock to say goodbye to work colleagues. In addition, there is the pressure to move quickly and find another job. In this episode, I explain how you can pause and draw a breath, review your situation, and bounce back with confidence. Sounds interesting? Listen in and find out more. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number six of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach helping to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work, and how to build a great career along the way. Finding out you've lost your job can be a considerable shock, affecting your financial situation, your relationships with work colleagues and loved ones, as well as your initial confidence to navigate the challenge. It's most likely that you'll be plunged into a period of uncertainty. And because of this, there can be pressure to move quickly, find a job, get things sorted. And sometimes this can be part of the problem. Certainly losing your job is unsettling, but it needn't be a disaster that you quickly and unwisely try to rectify and forget all about. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about six things that you can do to recover from the shock of redundancy and to get you to a place that feels okay again. Just to say, though, that I won't, however, be covering any of the legal, contractual or administrative actions you may need to take following redundancy, but I will put some links in the show notes to some useful guidance and resources that can help you. In the show notes, I'll also put a link to my free redundancy rebound plan This includes all the ideas we'll discuss in this episode, plus many more, and it's free. So, let's get started. My aim for you is to create some space so you can draw breath, review your situation, and bounce back with confidence. And the first thing I want to talk about is your mindset. Now, I talked about your mindset back in episode one. It might be worth revisiting this episode or giving it a listen if you haven't already done so. If you have listened to episode one, you'll recall your mindset is just a collection of thoughts and beliefs that shape your attitudes and how you typically think about things. Why is that relevant? Well, how you typically think about things affects how you feel and what actions you do or don't take. It impacts on how you make sense of the world. So your mindset is actually a big deal when it comes to dealing with redundancy. I discussed a mindset cluster comprising of three parts. First, there's the responsibility mindset. This helps you to take responsibility for how you respond to your redundancy. There's the possibility mindset. This helps you to see there is something attractive, enjoyable and worthwhile for you next after your redundancy. And finally, the growth mindset. This helps you to recognise that challenges can be overcome by planning out your approach and persisting with your action plan. So this mindset cluster is very useful for you right now. And you can also take comfort from the fact that redundancy is not personal, permanent or pervasive. These three P's, which often get used in coaching, I I use them myself, are very useful for adopting a more positive mindset. You see, redundancy isn't personal. Normally the role is made redundant rather than the person And organisations often make redundancy decisions based on business need rather than it being about a personal statement 
for its individuals. Secondly, your situation is not permanent and is likely to be a short-term occurrence and I'll explain how you can make that the case. And finally, the third P, redundancy doesn't need to be pervasive, touching all parts of your life, as we'll see later in this plan. So try to think about your situation in a different way. Could this be an opportunity for you to reassess your career and either find a job or role in your existing industry or change careers altogether? Also, many surveys have been done around redundancy. In each case, most people report that following redundancy, the lives change for the better. When I worked in a corporate role, it was often remarked that those being made redundant always went on to better things. So, with these mindset principles outlined, remember, you get to choose your response to redundancy. Choose to see the situation in a positive light. Look for the opportunity in the situation and use the situation to reappraise your career. Okay, so the second thing I want to talk about is leaving your current job on good terms. Even though you might be feeling bitter towards your organisation, you must try and leave on good terms. As mentioned in idea number one, this is much easier if you accept the change as not being personal. Leaving on good terms in a professional manner makes it more likely you will receive a good reference in the future, and more importantly, your reputation as a suitable candidate in the future will be enhanced. Why would this be important? Well, quite simply, some of those in the organisation may move on to new employers and they may be involved in recruitment at some point. They may choose to recruit you or be influential in your success at that other organisation. In addition to this, networking can be a vital ingredient to career success and reaching out to former colleagues is much easier if you've retained a good link or bridge to this network. So remember, don't burn your bridges. Instead, if you're yet to leave the organisation, treat your departure as a mini-project to be handled well. Leave in good terms. Identify those who could give you a good reference and ask for their support doing this. Strengthen your connections before you leave the organisation. Which brings me on to my third point, which is to reach out to friends family and connections. There are two reasons why you should reach out to this group of people. Firstly, we've already established that being made redundant can be challenging to deal with as there are maybe many conflicting emotions. So your friends and family in particular can be a support network for you. These are your key support network and as such, they will help you to bounce back emotionally from the knock you've taken. In addition to this, your friends, family and connections can also help you to find a new job. Think about all those individuals as your ambassadors seeking out new opportunities for you. Each person is likely to be working in an organisation or is connected to organisations where some opportunities are showing up. Also, since you've spoken to these people, they know exactly what you're looking for. There is also an added bonus if you are looking at alternative careers trying something different, looking for a new path. As some of your network might be working in or know something of these new sectors, you can shortcut the learning phase when researching options by speaking to these people. I also think it feels good to tell people about your situation. It doesn't feel like it should feel good, but it does. There's something about unburdening yourself and at the same time getting support when you need it most. 
Now, my fourth point is for you to reassess your life priorities. When we get into a deep, habitual groove of working day in, day out, we very rarely question how things are turning out. Redundancy is a great opportunity to think about what's important in your life and look back on your career with a view to making some decisions about how you want the future to be. When we review and reassess our working life, there are often aspects we would gladly change. For example, have you been working long hours leading to a stressful lifestyle? Putting up with less than satisfactory financial rewards? Have you not been enjoying work or not getting the recognition you deserve? Were you already having a feeling that there's a better fit for you elsewhere? So, I want you to set aside half a day to review your career and life so far and be honest with yourself about how things have turned out. Are you where you want to be? Are you doing the things you enjoy? Has your career been good so far? But is now a great time to make a shift in direction. Are there things you've always wanted to have a try at doing, but the timing has been never right? Or is your current career trajectory good, but maybe your job was causing you problems around your health or family commitments? Seeking a similar role with adjustments, such as less commuting or fewer hours, is always an option for you. Make a list of all the important aspects you would like included in your next job. Okay, so those are the first four things you can do to recover from the shock of redundancy and to get you to a place that's feeling okay again. The first thing is to focus on your mindset and see your current situation as an opportunity for you. Secondly, leave your organisation on good terms. Thirdly, reach out to friends, family and connections. And finally, the fourth idea is to reassess your life priorities. But how do we actually turn all these ideas into practical steps in your career? Well, in a moment, I'm going to give you the final two ideas to get you started on the next phase of your career. Have you been made redundant or are you about to lose your job? Do you need support right now? I've got something that will help you to deal with the aftershock. My free redundancy rebound plan will help you to deal with and bounce back from redundancy. In the plan are 12 inspirational ideas that you can use to navigate this challenging period and help you to move forward confidently with your life again. Loving your job and building a great career is within the reach of everybody. So download the free guide today from bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash rebound. Now, back to the episode. Okay, in the first part of the episode, we talked about four ideas to help you to recover from the shock of redundancy. Now I'm going to talk about some practical ideas to help you get started on the next phase of your career. And the first one is to consider your options. In idea number one, we talked about redundancy being an opportunity for you to reassess your career. And what I've found in my work as a career coach is that we often have a poor understanding of what will ultimately make us happy in our career. This is partly because we don't take the time to understand ourselves better. In fact, we tend to look outside of ourselves for career inspiration. Salary, benefits, status and image are often things that are high on our consideration list. But what if these aren't the things that lead to enjoyable work? And 
the reality of your situation right now is that you may have the time and opportunity to consider your options. So, how do you identify what your options are? Well, firstly, consider the big picture. Look beyond your previous career situation and even your work identity, whatever that is for you. With this expansive outlook, it's easy to see that you can look for a similar role to what you previously did, for example, or you can look for a related but different role. You could consider something completely different, or you can move from full-time work to part-time work. You could even take a break from work, travel, spend some time reflecting, or achieve another life goal. You could return to college or university. So set aside a couple of hours and start to make a list of all the options that you can think of. Try not to grade these or censure yourself. Just capture your ideas. It helps do this in three columns with the headings similar, related and breakout. Make a list of all the options similar to your previous role. When you've exhausted those ideas, move on to options that have some relationship to your previous role, but are different. For example, if you work as a client in an industry, you might consider working as a contractor or vice versa. Finally, make a list of all the breakout ideas. These are the ideas that relate to doing something completely different. When you've done this work, gather together your ideas and create a priority, a list that you're interested in and that excites you. Well done. Now let's move on to the final idea, and that is to make your move. Now you've implemented the previous ideas, the practical steps you can take to move yourself forward are, firstly, to use positive habits that support your new vision. Research shows that developing daily habits can be a great way to regain your mojo and bounce back. Habits such as daily walking or running, meditation, reading, or meeting a friend for coffee can be such a boost to your morale. Such activities will give you room to get some headspace and help you to rebuild your zest for life. Habits can also be about not doing something. For example, not checking social media first thing in the morning, not overeating or drinking, and avoiding people that drain your energy. If you're not sure where to begin, just start small with one new habit, such as going for a walk. Then you can add another, such as listening to uplifting podcasts each time you walk. I also want you to get to the habit of moving you towards the most attractive options you've identified. This might mean rewriting your CV, connecting with somebody that can help you with your options, applying for roles that match what you've identified as your best option. Spend time every day in this way and your ideal options will become real for you with tangible roles that you can move towards. And I like to this, the next action orientated idea is to push yourself out of your comfort zone. All of your growth occurs outside your comfort zone. And this is also the best place to hear the knock knock sound of opportunity. So when you're looking to find a new work opportunity, spend some of your time outside your comfort zone. It's not forever. It's just while you identify and move to a new role. Trust me, it'll be worth it. So take action now in the direction of your interests and opportunities. Take action to speak to somebody about a career that appeals to you. Take action to start a business on the side. When you move in the direction of these things you're interested in, you will gain clarity, momentum and confidence. And this will surely lead to a new, exciting and enjoyable opportunity for you.
So, here is a key summary of the ideas in this episode. Firstly, stay positive and accept your situation with a positive mindset. Don't burn your bridges and leave your organisation well. Instead, reach out to friends, family and connections. Take the time to reassess your life priorities and consider your options. And in the second part of the show, we discussed making your move. Get some new habits. Push yourself out of your comfort zone and take action on your options. And most of all, keep going. So, thanks for listening and please let me know what you thought about the content. As this is a new podcast, feedback really does help me to shape future episodes and make the content as relevant and helpful as possible. You can email me at mark at bravocoaching.co.uk and you can find these show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast, including a link to my free redundancy rebound plan. This includes all the ideas we've discussed here, plus many more. And it's free. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a free discovery call on my website. And to remind you that you can download your free Should I Stay or Should I Go guide at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash go. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would love for you to share the episode with a friend or share on your social media. It would also really help me if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your episodes. Currently, I have 10 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and it would be great to have your honest feedback. It does really help me to find more listeners. If you haven't already subscribed, why not do that now before you forget? That way you won't miss an episode and my podcast will arrive on your podcast player automatically, ready for the next episode to arrive. Have a wonderful week and I will speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.